Welcome to the Trillium Flowcast, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and learn what it's like to have the confidence you want through every stage of the life of your operation. Welcome to this episode of Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. Today, we're talking valves and services within Trillium with Nick Adcock, Divisional Managing Director. Nick, welcome. Hey, thank you, Shelby. I'm excited to do this. Well, good. So, yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, kind of all, everything in your world. But let's start with understanding your background. I mean, this is one of my favorite questions because everybody comes from such different backgrounds to find their way to, uh, you know, two companies. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you made your way to Trillium. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as you can probably hear, I'm a Brit. Um, but I've had the pleasure of working in a number of countries and living in a number of countries too, like Germany and Sweden and the US for a, for a period not so long ago. And um, I'm an engineer. Um, I'd like to think of myself as a manufacturing engineer more than a mechanical or electrical engineer. And, you know, because I love, I love the plant. You know, I love the smell of the plant, the noise of the plant. And I love, I love the products that go with manufacturing. And I started my career in automotive um, with a great company called BMW um, and Land Rover. And, you know, that was all about fantastic products. And you can imagine, you know, being part of a team that built a next generation BMW car was pretty exciting. And I guess through my career then, you know, it's, it has been about products. You know, I've been involved in building high speed rail systems and precision axle systems for commercial vehicles. And, um, and then I found myself in flow control with, with IMI, who um, I had you know, 10 or 11 great years with, running some of their uh, great businesses in, in the energy sector or in the beverage sector, um, and worked with some really just tremendous customers with them. But I got courted by the new owners of Trillium, First Reserve, and um, you know, and they really uh, impressed me. Uh, I like the people, I like the strategy that they had, I like the vision, and um, you know, I got talking to a lot of people within Trillium, including um, David Paradis, our, our CEO, and you know, I got hooked. I got, I thought this company's got great brands, it's got fantastic customers, and um, it's a chance for me to be part of something special. Um, to get some real customer focus into into what I do. And so, as uh, I think David sometimes terms it, you know, Trillium is a 125-year-old startup. And I like the startup element of that more so than the uh, 125 years old. But um, I've been here, you know, 12 months plus now, and, um, and I'm really enjoying it. So, you know, we've got a few more things to do and uh, a lot more customers to serve. And uh, I'm excited about the future. Well, you know, you do come from, uh, you know, from a background of uh, you know, focusing on products and you've worked in several sectors. You mentioned automotive, uh, capital projects and, and energy markets. So this is kind of a large question, but, you know, what are some of the consistent themes that span across those sectors that you've 
you've been able to identify and capitalize on? I mean, what what unites all of these different markets uh, and makes for you know a great best practice? Yeah, no, what a great question. Well, um, all, all markets and all sectors in recent times, you know, have just been evolving at such an exponential rate. And I think that all all businesses, you know, have had to be very nimble and think about um, innovating much more, um, caring more about the global economy and, you know, becoming more international. Um, all of our businesses want, you know, better, more competitive, more efficient, more reliable, more compliant products, you know, because our consumers are demanding it. So one thing that's been quite consistent is that, you know, customers and business people, you know, they want to do things locally. They like doing business in their own language. They like doing business in their own culture, time zone. They like to have things local, you know, come to come to your business and see and talk to you about, about projects. And in Trillium, we work really hard to ensure our teams in the Americas, in Europe, in Middle East and Asia, and our plants there, you know, are able to really support our customers locally while we try and support them globally. And the other thing, Shelby, that's been really consistent in no matter what sector you work in, all customers highly value great service. We all do, you know, as consumers too. You know, before before the sale, during the sale process, after you've you know you've delivered your products, it's that after service. And people remember great service. And of course, we all naturally demand it too. And then the last thing I'd sort of reflect on is that as we've all been evolving at you know such a rate, our challenges and the big problems that need solving um, you know, just get greater and greater. And so as as a as a business partner, you know, I think that if we as a company in Trillium can help our customers solve those big problems, then you know we're on to a winner. And a good example for me is just this week, only this week, we have a night, we have a great contract with a great customer who's building a new refinery. And they've encountered some problems on the design. And of course, it would be so easy for all of us to say, well, you know, that's what we offered you and therefore that's what you've got to take. But of course, that's not going to help them solve that big problem. And so our whole team has spent the week, you know, being extremely focused on helping them find a new technical solution and uh, provide some new product and keep them on schedule. Because we know that, you know, it will be it will be very, very difficult for them to overcome if they had to start again. And so, you know, it's that kind of attention to solving problems that, you know, really excites me and I think is able for us to create value for them. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. You're an engineer by design, you're a problem solver. And so you want to help customers solve the problems, not so, you know, you're not just a vendor that supplies a service or product and then, you know, see you later till next time. You know, you're, you're truly a partner, right? That's right. It's all about it's all about providing service and supporting them to overcome, you know, the challenges and solve the big problems that that they have. Because I think if we can solve problems and we can give great service, then we're going to create value. And you know, creating value for customers is really, you know, the key behind all great strategies. The more value you create, of course, the more value you're able to capture. But, you know, if you can't create value, 
then you just become a me too a me too business partner and um right. that's not our strategy in Trillium. Well, and you know, you're you're looking to uh to deliver that level of of service that differentiates you and uh you do that by helping develop strategy and, and being you know true partners. Um something that has um really changed the the valve industry um is the industrial internet of things. So I'm curious your take. How has the rise of digitalization and IoT really changed the flow control industry? Wow. It's a huge subject. Um Yeah. It has it has changed the the flow control industry greatly. But it's going to change even great, you know, even more greatly. It's accelerating. I don't think the macro challenges have un, uh, have changed. Of course, you know, we're all still striving um, to address the challenge of decarbonization from climate change. We've all still got population growth and urbanization. And digitalization, of course, is one of those macro challenges. So I don't think those have changed. But I think our customers' needs, because they're operating in such complex environments, I think those have changed. You know, we think of a liquefaction plant. Um, an LNG liquefaction plant, it operates at minus 160 degrees Celsius. And there's gas and rock and sulfur and, you know, all sorts of uh, media running through that, that, that process upstream of that. And some of the pressures our products are operating under, you know, 10,000 PSI at the wellhead. All of these comp complex processes are becoming more and more complex. And so the so-called disruption technologies, the artificial intelligence, the machine learning, the augmented and um, virtual reality, you know, those are the technologies that are going to help our customers and help us serve our customers um, much better. And I think about prevent, you know, shifting from preventative maintenance to predictive maintenance. You know, on our valves, we're able to to sense, you know, the, the the rates of wear, the rates of erosion on some of the of some of the key components, how the how how the product's vibrating, you know, the temperatures it's operating under, and of course, if we're able to give, you know, early warning and early alerts to our customers through that technology, it can only help them, you know, maintain that reliability, the safety, the compliance and the efficiency that they need so much. A great example on the augmented reality front is, of course, we have all had to adapt to the COVID-19 challenges of doing business. And, you know, we've got a great business in, in the US, in, um, in, in the Boston area, and we've got some installed trip throttle valves in a refinery in Australia. And they needed to do some some um, significant maintenance on that. Now, of course, we couldn't just fly out a guy from Australia to from from the US to Australia um, to do that because of all the restrictions. So we employed some great remote guided repair technology, some um, you know some some equipment to enable them to do that, and we got the job done. And it was just a nice example of how we have to adapt with the sort of digital world and the disruptive technology to support our customers. Would that sort of uh, augmented reality and, and doing this, these repairs remotely, uh, 
I guess, how prevalent was that before COVID, uh, before it became a necessity, before you had to do it that way? Uh, how often was that used? And, and has, has COVID then kind of changed the course of being able to do these, uh, these things that at one time were thought of as, you know, science fiction? Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, it's always been available, hasn't it? And um, and some cups, some customers have um, adapted to it, you know, much quicker than others. Um, but I think I think the, the the COVID pandemic has kind of accelerated that. Like I said, you know, there's been a, there's been that watershed moment where actually people have have had had to employ a new technology to get a job done. But now they actually think, well, we're not going to go back to the old way. You know, this is the future for us. We can see the benefits. We can see the connectivity with our with our supply partners. And, you know, in Trillium, we're working really hard to, um, to you know to keep developing that and to keep supporting our customers um, in all in all facets of the of a project. There are many sign off points. You know, in these critical um, control valves and safety valves and isolation valves that we make. There are many, many sign-off points to to control the quality and the safety of those products. And of course, if we can eliminate the time and the travel required to do that to do that kind of work, we can we can deliver we can deliver our products and our projects faster. And you know, time time is critical in today's world. So I think I think people will not go back to some of the old ways. We'll go forward using the technology to support the needs of the uh, of the future. Definitely. Also, uh, you know, talking about smart valve technology, um, I guess the, the, the big picture, what's the, the promise of it for, um, for customers? I mean, how does it make customers' lives easier? Yeah, well, you know, a Trillium, and certainly, and, and I definitely believe this ethos, Giving customers the tools to solve to solve their own problems is really valuable. You know, I, I think customers are striving all the time to to address their challenges, and if we can incorporate our own technology into that equation, you know, by giving them those tools, it's going to be a you know much greater assistance than than um, just standard products. And so the smart valve is, is all about that. It's 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 really the industrial Internet of Things in action. It allows our customers to slot, you know, a key component in their system and connect it with the rest of their system. You can imagine a, a large uh, refinery or a nuclear power plant or, um, you know, a green hydrogen plant is a really very complex, highly connected um, facility. And so um, being able to slot into that system is really important. And so the valve, um, our, our valves have the algorithms that enable, uh, enable us to self-learn. They have you know, the integrated sensors to ensure that we're able to measure you know, those things that I said, the pressures, the temperatures, the vibration. And we're then able to connect with the rest of the plant system, which of course is vast you know, compared to our our own product within it we're able to connect to that and enable enable our customers you know to manage um, those key processes with our key technologies and i think the it's the integration of that and the connectivity that you know delivers the great value 
And, um, you know, I'm really excited about our smart valve and our smart valve technology because more and more customers are, you know, interested and adopting it more and more. So I understand that uh, you recently completed the general management program at uh, Harvard Business School. So I'm curious, what did you learn at Harvard that you're employing at Trillium Flow Technologies? Well, um, firstly, it was a real honor and a privilege to attend you know, a program at Harvard Business School. It was the general management program. A shout out to my GMP25 colleagues who uh, hopefully will be listening to this podcast uh, at, a, at a later point in time. But it was a wonderful experience. I met some fantastic people. Of course, I, I built the network that I already had established as well with those people. And you get to learn from great teachers um, and great colleagues and great professors. And so it was a real honor and a privilege. But there's sort of three key things that I that I really brought away with me and started to employ um, much more. The first, of course, is around the business strategy and you know putting the customer uh, right at the center of that strategy for us. And that's exactly what we're doing in, in, in Trillium now. And sat and building a strategy that enables us to satisfy our customers' needs in a way that our competitors can't. You know, I call that our uniqueness. And of course, we try and do that through leveraging all our capability, but it's to try and bring some uniqueness into, into what we do, but also generating great value. Um, so, you know, I learned a lot about business strategy and customer business strategy and trying to connect with that. The second thing, of course, is is really that that point about customers. Um, and, you know, I learned a lot about innovation and how to show customers the benefits of innovation and how to help them demonstrate the uh, the benefit that goes with, you know, fixing and solving problems for them that, you know, we call that sort of. Um, looking, looking in from the outside, putting yourself into the customer's shoes and thinking about, you know, what are the big issues that they that they have to face and how can we help them? Um, because I remember, I remember one little quote from one of the sessions. You know, it was something like, "Features get made in the factory, but benefits are what customers really value." And so, it's those benefits that we're trying to bring to those customers through service as well as through technology. And then I guess the last thing was is about leadership and the role of leadership in, in you know, running and leading good businesses. Um, innovation leadership, higher order thinking, bringing those external factors you know, onto the table and thinking about them much more than just you know, our usual general internal challenges. Um, and the importance of, uh, of our employees in that whole process, you know, employee satisfaction equates to great customer satisfaction. And so I think, you know, I certainly learned a lot about my own leadership style, but also about how we can drive greater leadership in our business to deliver greater service to our customers. It was a it was a great experience. And, you know, I've got some lifelong friends um, from it, too. Well, you're right. I mean, you have to take care of the people that take care of your customers. And so, uh, you know, developing and investing in in your people uh, is crucial. And so, um, yeah, I think that's that's also just the mark of a great company. 
That's that's absolutely right. You know, we have got some great people in Trillium and, you know, part of my job and part of our, our job in the leadership team is to is to enable them with some, you know, with the tools and the capability for them to grow um, in the job that they do. And if they do that and when they do that, they're able then to provide greater service and value to our customers. And I just think it's so inextricably linked um, that, you know, paying attention to that is is vital to a successful business and to be a successful partner for customers. Well, great insights from you today, Nick. I really appreciate your your time and, and uh, your thought leadership here. Thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. And thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode of Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Until next time, I'm your host, Shelby Skirhart.